Alright, hey, what's up? It's Munira Anissa, and welcome to Reflections of Life. Um, and again, life stands for life, intuition, faith, and experiences. Alright, so our quote is going to be a scripture today. So for all my Bible readers, Ecclesiastics 3.1, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. Um... My reflection of that is that I just feel like things change, grow, thrive, and then die. Repeat, same as how environments change within seasons. I think circumstances are seasonal. Um, and I think everything has a time date and an expiration date as well. So I've been in a season of I hate my job. If you've been keeping up with my blog, I'm... I'm really going through a season of, I see the bigger picture as work. People who do know me, I am a teacher. Um, and I'm back and forth of if I want to continue to teach. But it's not so much that I hate teaching, but I hate the system of within school. I, I hate the system of how schooling works. And I think after going to grad school, that opened my eyes into some things to see that I never ever would have thought of or saw. Um, but also coming to terms that guys never go away. They always come back. Um, I do have a lot of friends. And to be honest, I've only lost a, a handful. But I think me just trying to come to terms and figure out, like, when people come around, is it like from God or is it like a test? So I've been in a season of when should you let let things go? You know, I've really been trying to figure this out. Um, I love me some Keisha Cole. Like, I would love to be her friend. Like, she's so ghetto, but like, I love it. Um, So I love Keisha Cole and I love the song Let It Go. So, you know, got to give kudos to Keisha. But I mean... If he ain't going to love you the way he should, then just let it go, you know? So, I have a guest here. My guest today is Natalie Chester. Say hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, she's a mentor to me over the years, has become a friend. She actually hired me in, um, and it's the reason why I have a job <laughs> at my current school. Um, but fast forward four years later, um, I actually learned under her she was one of our professors in my grad school program and like I said we are friends at this point and our conversation is going to be about when to let things go and it's not just about relationships romantically but friendships work and like I said I am in a transition of should I like just work at Walmart or <laughs> if I should just like take a leap of faith I don't know but she's here, and today's question is, when do you let things leave? Please, let, let's just open it. things go. Well, for one, I will say, I don't think that there's truly a guide for when to let people go. I think you have to consider certain things. Um, I'll kind of tell you about my past with letting things go. To be honest with you... I'm too good at letting things go. Are you? Mm-hmm. Well, I need to take some notes. <laughs> I'm really good at letting things go. I'm really good at letting people go. 
not necessarily as well as let certain situations go. Um, but definitely with people. Um, I've always just had that ability to say, okay, this person isn't good for me. And I'm going to let them go. And I think, like, part of it has to do with, like, my Zodiac sign. Like, I don't want to sound funny or anything. But I'm really into Zodiac. Look, <laughs> hey, if you're trying to find yourself and trying to find, like, who you are, how you're trying to respond to certain things, like, research your Zodiac for real. So you think, like, that's, like, 100? Yes. Like, it's 100 for real. One of my good friends, her mother lives in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Lillian. Um... <laughs> Her grandmother put out like this big ass book and was like, "What is your zodiac sign?" <laughs> I was like, "Hold on, sis." It's like the Bible for her, probably. But the stuff she was saying, I was like, "This is kind of creepy." Like she's dead on, but I was like, "That like Louisiana voodoo." Type like, shit. oh my, like, no! Like, <laughs> let me tell you my situation and what made me like more curious about it. I was dating this guy. And he was very critical. He was critical of everything, everybody. Of course, we're not together because I can't take that kind of pressure. <laughs> um, but he was very, very, very critical. And he would ask me questions. So one day, we were having a comment or some, about something. And the comment wasn't, um, I can't think exactly what I said, of exactly what I said. But in retrospect, the comment was negative. It was something, really wasn't even negative. It was negative. It was petty. Mm-hmm. It was a petty comment. And so, he made this huge generalization about me as a person. He was like, you just, you only respond to negative things. He was like, you, mm-hmm. you, he said, like, I rarely hear you say um, positive things. And I'm like, that's not true. Like, I'm always saying something positive and stuff. And so, I was like, well, let me let me reflect. And I think it's good to reflect all the time. So let me reflect. And I was like, okay. So I thought about situations that had occurred and things that I may have said. So it was kind of coming off to me, maybe, and him. So he was, right. was kind of right at that moment. <laughs> and so then I had to question myself, like, when did I become this person? Like, I mm-hmm. don't remember being this person that always had something negative to say. So, um... But I just wanted to understand, like, another thing he said, he was like, you can't make decisions. Like, you know, I ask you, you're very indecisive, like, God forbid you ask me what I want to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, we about to go through every list. And maybe every woman's like that. But I think I have it really, really, really bad. And so even when we, it'll take me 30 minutes to decide what I want. Okay. To eat where I want to go. Then when I get there, it's gonna take me probably hour to decide what I want. At that point, everybody aggravated, ready to go. But I was like, why can't I make decisions? Like, why is it so hard for me sometimes to make decisions about mm-hmm. simple things? Like, it's, it's it's easy to say, oh, I want to let this person go. But I can't make a simple decision. But then I started researching my Zodiac. And so, mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces. Um, and the sign is a fish. And it's, it's two fish, actually, swimming in opposite, opposite directions. Okay. And so, just like water, I, I flow. I go with the flow. Okay. I'm usually, but but when you think about it, the sign is already indecisive because you have two fish okay. literally in swimming in opposite direction. Yeah. So it's very conflicting. But I learned a lot about myself in that process. Um, but as far as and and so I but in this process, or I'll say like I I just been reflecting because we kind of talked about this topic before, and um just you know just chilling so. We talked about the topic and I kind of started reflecting. I, I had to question myself, like, why is it so easy to let people go? 
good. I think okay. it's a good reflective question. Um, I had to think about like, is that I normal? Let go. Well, maybe now I can. I'm 27, but mm-hmm. like 10 years ago, not at all. Like my cousin, like she's one of those people. Like she, she can have, and I won't disclose her. She can have five relationships going on at one time. Because she can't let people go. No, I can't. Do that <laughs> I can't do that much focusing. But um, she definitely. I'm a fucking guilty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she can. She It's so hard for her to let things go. I have other friends who have hard time letting things go, and I had to ask myself, like, why is it so easy for me to let things go? And I think what I had to start evaluating is who's worthy of being in my space like flipping that question like Hmm. i just felt like letting people go was almost and i'll say in some ways it could have been selfish like i would let people go for things like if i didn't agree with them okay and i didn't want to face confrontation pisces don't really like confrontation either so Hmm. if i wanted to like if I didn't, if I wanted to avoid conversation, those are reasons for me to let people go. Another reason I would let people go is if they disagree with me. Now I've become more subtle about that because then you'll get about thirty or so, and you realize you don't have no friends because you don't let everybody go. So do you feel like so people aren't supposed to disagree with you? No, they are, and they should, okay. and they should because you need. Like you don't want no yes, nigga. You no hell no. You don't. You definitely don't want. A person that you don't want somebody who's just gonna go with the flow right. and with you all the time. But that took me like it's, it's it was a growth process. It took some time. To took some time. Like I was like I had to come to the point you can't get rid and, and too bad I've lost so many friends in the process and and yeah trying and I've learning like in looking at when to let people go. I just think it's really more important to evaluate why am I having this person here in the first place? Like, why is this person a part of my life? And what you said earlier was like really, really good with the scripture, like timing. I think a lot of it is based on time. Like when you need people in your life, you know, and and everybody have, and I'll go back to Medea, you know what I'm saying? A few years ago when she said, when she said people come in your life for a reason, a season, oh, a season. or a lifetime. Okay. And I think knowing the difference, and that was one of the things that stuck out to me even as a child when that came out. Like, when do you know the difference? And when you when do you know that? And for me, it's, it's protecting my peace, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I feel like, I'll, be, I'll, I'll tell you a situation. I had, at 29 years old, I had fibroids growing inside of me. Um mm. One of them was the size of a baby. Shut up. Yes. It was almost 20 centimeters. And fibroids are in your uterus? They're in your uterus, yes. It's so it's a feminine problem. So is that painful? It's, it is painful. Um, I experienced a lot of gas and bloating. I experienced a lot of pain um, hmm. during penetration. I'll say that. Um, it was, like, honestly, <laughs> wait. <laughs> We're deaf sexual beings. I'm deaf sexual being. That was like that's when I really found out that something was going on because otherwise I just thought, oh, I'm I'm a little heavy. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm having some issues. This my stomach is you know this and that. Okay. But then um when I went to get an all I I went to the doctor. I was complaining about the pain. At first they didn't see anything, and so I went back for um another ultrasound. I mean did an ultrasound, and it was like this huge. 
it like the, it looks like a tumor and then it was like the more it grows the more cells it makes and then just the more toxic it becomes and so in researching that um I, I wanted to know like i had the surgery to remove it but the doctor the main thing was um this can definitely come back you know this is something we see it come back all the time so of course my brain is like how do i prevent this and the crazy thing Why is that's what i'm so that's where um i was getting that's to okay, that's where we're going that's where we're going so from reading the doctor said there is like really no particular exactly. cause right okay. it but the, in reading and researching it's basically a buildup of toxins in your body that come from stress hmm your, how your body processes stress like think about that like your body creates something foreign because you're stressed out and so i think and, and let me be honest wow. with you black women suffer from fibroids okay more man. yes man. yes <laughs> we suffer from that way more than any other group of women and mm -hmm. i think it's because of that black woman syndrome we carry Just taking on yes everything. we take everything and we don't realize like our body isn't literally internalizing that and so to see those things i i, I think what was most breathtaking was i had something inside of me that was as it was larger than my uterus it was it was it was it, the pictures were just so in that and i was just like that was like a big ball of stress and stuff and then at that point i was like why how how could i let myself get to that point but it's it's again it's it's a lot of it is like you said not letting go of situations not letting go of past hurt not letting go of disappointments and upsets i think those are the things that bother me the most like mm. just getting over situations and being upset and um not dealing with issues of the past not okay. internal you know internal type things and so letting those things go for me was critical and i can honestly say now at the stage i haven't all the way let everything go but i just have decided that i have to give everything over to god and i have to and i think we pray to god a lot of times and then we don't really listen or either or sure. either we're listening and we're not really liking what he's saying like or not liking or you're expecting for, for yes yes you're expecting yeah. another result and it's yeah. like and he's like i've already responded to what you've said yeah. um I, I so i just think it's really important for us to define like define your peace like find your peace find what makes you happy eliminate stress whether they come from people work situations and then Let's talk about work. Oh, my God. Girl, let's talk about <laughs> this. Um, um, well, first, I want to thank you for being super honest about your fibroids. Mm -hmm. um, not too many people know about this, but I love the honesty and transparency on my podcast. <laughs> um, so, again, I hate my job. Yes, hate <laughs> my job. Um, and... I go through a lot at work and my friends, I'm pretty transparent with them anyways, but for this to be like for strangers listening, um, my friends were like, well, Monique, like, are you stressed? And I'm like, no, I don't think <laughs> I'm stressed, but, um, fact, I didn't have a, I was late for my period, um, in January and that kind of scared me because I don't have sex. So it was mm. like. And I Google makes you feel like you can't have kids forever. Like when you be Googling shit, like you have nine hundred and ninety-one <laughs> days. <laughs> Google makes you feel like 
are dying. So if I you don't have like, a child, yes. I was like, wait, what's going on? But like, I really got concerned when I didn't have a period in the February. Mm. And it was like. It's stress. It's stress. It was like, okay, mentally, I think I'm okay. But I came to terms that like my body is telling me that something's not right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like my acne is on a thousand but the period that kind of scared me because I knew it was stress. Mm. I knew it was the stress. Um, but I thought it was crazy because it was like mentally, I'm trying to feel like I'm okay. Like I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. life is not just bad. Let's keep going. But I feel like my body has ways of telling me like something's not okay. Right. Like I've right. never right. been late for a period. I've never skipped a month Mm -hmm. like that really was fucking with me it was like okay jesus like i don't know why i just be thinking i can never have kids and now i was trying to rebuke that thought like god i'm rebuking rebuking Um, but that was really fucking with me and it was like okay munira what do we need to do to just be regular in my emotions regular and just some consistency What's your release? I love going to the gym. It's a release for me. Um, so I started going back to the gym every day. Um, I went to the spa for a day. And that was really peaceful. Um, I went to the spa. Got a hot stone massage. Got in the jacuzzi with one of my good friends. Um, but it just was like, you cannot keep carrying what's going on at work. You can't keep carrying this. Because it has an effect on you internally. Right, right. But and then it's also like... If I don't do this, like, where is my income? Like, I have to still live and I have to still... I can't say, oh, I'm not going because I don't feel like being stressed out today. I still have... Either you're going to be stressed out at work or stressed out from energy. Like, And you know what? I'm sure that there are some happy people oh working at Walmart. Girl, it was like, well, can I just work out to my lease is over? I think you have a very hard job. I will say, um, I'm not necessarily, I'm not in the classroom anymore and I couldn't even honestly imagine being in the classroom right now. Um, it's not something I want to do. Although I love teaching, I will try to teach anytime I get a chance, but the paperwork, the testing, the, the kids, it's it's just too much. It's, it's, it's a daycare. It's not teaching. It's a daycare. It's a psych ward. It's a mental, it's a mental service. It's a, you gotta be a social worker, a mama. You know, you taking most of your little money that you make, pouring it back into your classroom because yeah. your kids don't have money for this. They don't have money for that. So, it's just a never-ending end, cycle yeah. of stress. Yeah. But I think, again, it goes back to kind of, like, protecting your peace. Like, I had to make... And this, and this is one of my cousins. She's, um, she's actually in... She lives in Texas, but she's, like, my spiritual warrior person I call for for advice. And so I made a post one day because I was struggling through a situation on whether to let my ex go or if I should let him stay. Okay. And so I kind of made a post and I was like, um, what do you do when your heart is saying one thing and And your your mind mind is saying something else? else. And then it was crazy. (laughs) That same day I saw this pig, this uh, meme, um, it had this. Not the heart. It was the um, brain standing in the door. And it had the heart walking out in the driveway. And it had like band-aids on the heart. Mm -hmm. And the brain was telling the heart, be careful out there this time. And so, it it just kind of like stuck to me. So, I I made that post. And so, she was like, she said, you always choose peace. 
And in those two or three words, it was just like, boom. Like, okay, so if I'm choosing pieces, if this is something that's toxic to me, you have to let it go because you won't be here. Yeah. You won't be here. You won't be here to enjoy the things that you want to enjoy because, again, stress. And your body tells you when you are stressed. We ignore it. But nothing, yeah. if we're not walking around looking healthy, looking vibrant, eyes, I mean, every, you can look at every sign on your body and something tells you something like your eyeballs, like looking red head. and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just all the skin breaking out. That was one of the other signs that I had when I was dealing with the, um, with the fibroids. It was the, I had a bad acne, a really, really bad acne. But the thing was like, I wasn't taking care of myself, which was also stress. And, and for me, at one point, and I'm and I'm being very transparent. This is something I don't even like to talk about. Um, obesity, hmm. like letting food go, okay, just eating. like strong colds, not really, not even hmm. realizing that's that that was a. It is gluttony. I said it's a sin. It's a sin. Like it, it made me happy. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it's like, like, hell, I had a bad day, y'all. Let's go to the, um, let's go to Chili's. I had a bad day today. Let's go to, um, Superior Grill. (laughs) Let me go eat up a whole fajita, you know? So it was like all this being out, but I wasn't really even dealing with the, with the situations and the things that was happening. And I wasn't realizing I was just holding all this in. You're eating temporarily Mm -hmm. to make it better. And then, the situation still there. And that was one of the hardest things for me to kind of, I'm not saying that I'm like a health guru or any, a health nut any, or You're anything. Because I am actually, I'm going to, when I leave here, I'm going to get something really good to eat. But, <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, nonetheless, I have definitely um, changed my habits. And, and that's crazy. Like, I feel so. Kind well, of, how did you know to change your habits? Because it was toxic. Like. Like, I think if anything is toxic to you, like, that's a sign. Like, if it's toxic to you, if it's disrespectful. But you have to identify. But you have to, you have to be aware. You have to be aware. And awareness is key. Like, knowing. And I think that's, that's why it's important to keep good people around you, too. Because some things that you might not realize it or see. But then, and that goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. Knowing who's worth staying. You know, it was some people who were just trying to be real with me. And I let them know. I let go because I I couldn't handle it. Mm. You know, at that point, at at the point in my life, I couldn't handle that. So I was like, I don't want to be bothered with them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I think it's really important. And I would say to anybody, like, maintain as much as you can. You just never know. Like, God has some people in your life, even though they might be struggled at the moment. Sometimes they're there for a reason. They're, They're there for you to pour something into them yeah but as far as the job I'll go back to the little job thing like you just gotta let it go <laughs> find what like find what you want to do find what works for you and it might not pay as much but one thing your gift will make room for you and and I and I'm a firm believer of that my own experience I'm the job I work in the job I have now is not something I would never have imagine doing i'm not qualified for it not in my eyes not not based on credentials right right based on credentials i'm not necessarily qualified for it but 
God put me in a position and, and my gift is still making room for me. And so I just think if you move and you step out on faith, like you'll be fine. Like, but getting that courage to let go and Ooh, just. Word. <laughs> Girl, this is the season of walking on water for me and I'm drowning. You not, you not. It's a reason for everything. You know what I think sometimes? I think if it's like, it would be easier to. If people, other people made your decisions. Mm, look, I don't know if I want that either. But think about it. Like, if somebody else made your decisions, that way you could. But, but see, cause, because think about it. A lot of the times that we find it hard to make decisions and to leave is because we don't want to be mad with ourselves. Because let me be honest, yourself is like the hardest person to forgive. I know for me it is. Like I, I'll, other people forgive me for things, and I'm still holding on to it. I um, do beat myself up for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like sometimes you don't want to disappoint other people, though. True. We hold other people, and, and to be honest with you, we live in a generation that seeks validation. Like that's the whole purpose yeah, of social, social media. media, right? Yeah. We seek validation all the time. Yeah. So I think sometimes it's hard for us to let things go because. We need to feel validated. We we need and we also need to feel like this is the right decision. Like we want somebody to say, Oh, that's the like confirmation. Confirmation. Yeah, right. Right. And so I just think sometimes not to say it's that's all the time, but sometimes it's like just let it go. It was um and you know, I that's the difference with me. I, I gotta go back to research and stuff. So that's that's no, my little genre. Um I was actually I was watching this TED talk and I'll share with you the link for it if you wanna um add it. I'm going um, to TED Talk tomorrow. Oh really? With LSU. Oh what's like TED Talk. I wish I had known. Like a Ed Talk. It's like TED Talk mixed with LSU. I know that's real. Um, that would have been fun. I didn't even know that was going on, but I love TED Talks. I still got tickets. <laughs> but I really, really love TED Talks. Um, but this one TED Talk, they were talking about um, making decisions. And so it was this situation. It had two families. It was two babies. And one of the babies was, um, but both of the babies were sick. One of them, they were given the option to keep the child on life support. And, you know, they, they so in the other situation, the actual doctor made the decision to do it. So after this process happened, the couple who made, the, who actually were able to make the decision to, to take their child off life support and everything, they were way more remorseful. They had gotten a divorce. It was just really bad. In the other couple um, that they didn't have the opportunity to make the decision, they had had another child. Mm-hmm. And they were happy. They were fine. They just, You know, they felt like it was just something that happened. So I think sometimes we, we can be our own worst enemies. We can be our own. And I just, you just see us last night, so I'm probably piggybacking off of that. We can be our own worst enemies, especially when it comes to letting people go. I think you know when you need to let something go. Mm-hmm. And you just... You need that validation. Mm. You need that confirmation. Mm. So it's us about that letting things go. I don't want to like spoiler alert thing it. But when I what I will say, that's the theme. What my other podcast if that shit was scary as hell. It's it's like freaky scary. Like it's kind of weird. Oh man. Mm. It's like weird scary. It's like kind of like 
why am I watching this and why do I feel I didn't I couldn't like, I grasp feel the feeling of the, the get out girl, like, <laughs> that was a lot <laughs> I would have never thought about no sunken place that was a lot like what do you think is like holding you back kind of from letting go because I think you know you have to let this go but what's kind of holding you to it um I think I'm getting better mm-hmm. um I can't believe I'm 27 girl <laughs> I think for the longest, as far as I, I think I could struggle with letting people go in like the romantic sense. Mm. Um, I'm always concerned about the guys I've dated thinking that if I put myself first and let them go, that they'll think I'm not shit. Mm. That they'd be like, man, that bitch didn't care about me. Mm-hmm. Or like, she wasn't mm-hmm. rocking with me no way. And it's like, but I gave you my all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I was there. I'm not going to say when nobody else was there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what was before me or what's after me. But like. So you need their validation to leave. I guess almost. Yeah, I guess that is what that is. <laughs> Are you, you like know? one of those people that stay until they leave you? Like, you just prefer them to leave you. I'm getting better. I really am. Because it's like, I'll never forget. Like, my, I've had a one serious relationship and everybody else I've dated. But, like, his mother was like, you know, don't ever forget your worth. Like, you're worth it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, like, I always think of her words all the time. Like always remember your worth and but like i think it's up to you to figure out what that is like are you 10 cent or are you a hundred dollars a thousand dollars so i feel like and i think this goes back to like self-love you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like how do you see yourself um how worthy do you feel or know and believe you are and that will go to like how much you take you know what I'm saying? If you taking any disrespect, mm-hmm. if you're going to take Every woman's got a breaking point, girl. girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank yes. God I've never had nobody put their hands on me, like, mm-hmm. abusively. But, like, I've definitely put up with some shit. And if I could go back... I would definitely just had a boss to be like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I'm good. I think we all stay a little bit too long, like, sometimes. I, I, I think it's... Because people are human. I think we can see that humanistic side. Like, we know people are going to make errors, but I feel like when somebody just is taken away from your peace, like, when you when they're taken away from you as a person, like, I have... I, I had one time when I was... 19 and I let me go back because I'll, I'll say that because that was one person I had an issue with letting go also okay. when I was 19 I was dating this guy when he was 28 and so <laughs> <laughs> like d-boy like make like did everything under the sun I, I don't want to say anything because I might incriminate somebody but um but I was like this private school half my life kind of girl Running with somebody who I know I had no business running with. But he told me the right things. He gave me some money and this and that. And so, our relationship actually began to become violent um, at one point. And I can't remember. It's crazy. This dude, we were driving one day across the river um, from Baton Rouge to Port Allen. And so... It was raining. I remember like it was yesterday. I had like a... Oh, okay. um, Mississippi. Yes, the Mississippi River. Yeah, um, driving from Baton Rouge to Port Allen. And I could, I had like a Razor phone. I can remember I had a Razor. So, I don't even know if you can yes. remember what a Razor was. Well, I was young as hell. So, I had like a Razor phone. 
And um, that was like the hottest thing ever. So I'm riding in the car and we get into an argument. He didn't even have a car. Like he had money, but no car. Just imagine that. That was your car. Yes. Okay. And so um, we were driving. I was actually driving. And like this dude took my phone, threw it out the car, threatened to throw me out of the car. Um, actually started physically choking me while I was driving. Yes, he he he. I I don't know. We kind of got in like this argument real quick. I can't even. It was something petty, and just all of a sudden he was like, uh, "I know." I, I made the comment. I was like, "You know what? When we get home, get out of my car. You get out of my house. You know, I'm going off. I'm like, you me driving. You ain't gonna do me nothing. Oh no. He was like, we could both die today, and so. It he threw he went from throwing my phone out the car like I said he started like turning the wheel I don't know if it was an attempt to like make me scared like I I can't imagine that he wanted to and for die. People up north or people not from Louisiana, <laughs> um, the bridge over the Mississippi is high as hell. It's That's very high. Very yeah, clear. like I'm scared to low key drive over this. Yes, road. it is, and it's not a sturdy bridge it's at, not all. at all. And so I was terrified, and it was like. At that point, I knew I had to go, but it was also, I had to consider, yes, it was kind of like, no, it wasn't the first time. It was the biggest uh, event. Like, everything else was kind of like arguing, um, like maybe like kind of grabbing my arm, but not like necessarily hitting me or something like that. But it was some disrespectful things going on, you know what I'm saying? And at that point, I knew I had to go, but then I also had to consider my safety. At that point, because I felt like he could have been unstable. For him to do that, that made me feel like he was well, unstable. That's what he do. Yeah. Right. And so then, like, carry on a couple weeks, man. The most embarrassing thing. This was like the day I left. Like, it was, it's amazing that I didn't leave the day you almost killed me. But the day I left, we were eating. Um, we went to Sonic's and. We had hamburgers and he got mad at what I said. Dude pitched. A hamburger in my face like through like through a hamburger in my face a face full of mayonnaise mustard like embarrassing. I was like, That's embarrassing and so at that point i like walked away from the apartment i, I just went back to my i felt like i would be the safest at my mother's house um i walked away from my apartment at the time um, and I just had to let it go because it, that was, it, beca- it became, to- it went from toxic to being dangerous. To dangerous, yeah. Yeah, it, it went from toxic. And so that's what I'm saying. I felt like I even stayed. But then when I think about it, I, I clearly didn't love myself at that point mm-hmm. because he should have never been in my space. He should have never, a person like that and knowing what I knew about him, I should have never, but that said a lot about me as a person at that time. Yes. Yes. And I think we deal. I think we deal with a lot. And just to piggyback on what you said, like over self worth, like I didn't think I was worth a deep, like, you know what I'm saying? Anybody, I had, I had self-esteem issues, you know what I'm saying? So, and when it came to, re- like, a relationship, I was like, oh, well, you know, he killed me, you know, the eye, he give me money, I get my nails done, you know, you petty at that age. Just, <laughs> I'm in college, you put gas in my tank, I'm happy. Um, <laughs> you don't need much. You don't college. need much, girl. I just want to eat. I just want to eat. I want to be able to go to the club every now and then. That's it, and it's fine. So, I think you, you know, back in the day, $100, you bought, that like can a, go a long that can way. go a long way. I think Today, gas was like one ninety eight back then. Is like a, penny. a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. 
You can't do nothing with a hundred dollars. You can't even go to the movies with a hundred dollars no more. Not if you want to get a snack or something. No. If I, I said if I had like a son, he would never take a girl to the movies. Like we gonna have to go and get it from the bootleg and watch it at the house. Cause uh uh-uh, uh no. Pack you a box of Popeyes for you and your share. Okay. <laughs> Look, holy spirit, baby. Yes, yes. We'll get you something when we come home. Uh uh-uh, uh, no indeed. <laughs> But it was just like I should have never like who you allow in your space is so critical. Like I think we need to have more discernment. We wouldn't have to pray about letting people go so much if we just had more discernment about who we put in that space. Okay. Ooh. That that's the one discernment. I think I think me and G's are way more closer than I give credit to. Whenever I meet people, I instantly, me and my friend, we made a decision to be like, we're going to pray to be like, okay, God, like, is he from you? If he's from you, show us what we need to see. If he's not from you, Mm -hmm. like, take him away. And, like, I pray that every single day until, like, I see what I need to see. And I kid you not, like, when you're asking, like, the scripture is real, like, ask mm-hmm. and seek and you will find. You will find. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I feel like I struggle with learning, like, some people really don't be looking or even want to know. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But for me, it's like, I don't want to waste time. So <laughs> It's valuable. It's, it's like, it's really valuable. God, okay, if this is from you, okay, mm-hmm. cool. What's the lesson? If he's my husband, mm-hmm. cool. Show me he's my husband. So how would you tell, I'm sorry, how would you tell people to tap into that? Like, how, like, what's, I don't, I want to ask this question correctly. Um, cause I really, I really, really in love your relationship with God. Like, (laughs) I'm like envious and I'm like, I can have that too, but I need to just put in a little more time and effort. Um, but what would you say? Like when you get signs from God, like how do how do people know when it's coming from God and when it's coming from something else? Like what would be your experience with that? Oh my god! And I know you're the podcaster, but you know I had to kind of, you know, this is my job in life. I gotta ask you a little question. Um, I mean, I think I'm not gonna say I'm the closest with Jesus, but right. I do think I think I'm closer than what I give credit to. Um, but like again, I think for anybody wanting to know that, you have to really be serious about it, like. Mm. I'm by far, by me, it's like not perfect, but like I kind of take my prayer time serious. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm asking God, I want to know. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I think understanding and for those who do not know, like God talks to you in various ways. Like God talks to you through people. He mm. talks to you through TV. Mm. He talks to you through the radio. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if it's any moment where I pray and pastors speaking or i'm listening to a podcast and it's like oof. it's kind of being revealed that's at that moment it kind of hits you close yes yes <laughs> yes close and you like god is you talking to me you know what i'm saying i feel like just having your eyes open and your heart open to receiving whatever he's saying you know what i'm saying and i think being open to knowing that god can talk to you to can talk to you through just like any way imaginable Mm. so like i'm never limited or i no longer feel like god i would never forget like i was back in college um i really wanted to be an ra to kind of help my mama financially Mm -hmm. and so 
I applied or I was going to apply to be an RA. I didn't want to do the shit. But, you know, I was going back and forth with my mama like, you know, do you need help? And she was like, no, I'm good. And I had, I was thinking about applying to be an RA and like I was praying and I heard God say no. Like, mm. and I told my friend, she's like, girl, what he sound like? <laughs> it looked like a no, girl, a no, no. Girl, she's like, this sound like a deep voice. Like a and no, a no, no. And I think that's the crazy thing. Like we thinking we going to hear, mm-hmm. no, Natalie. <laughs> And hear like echoes, no, 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 or Natalie. Mm. And it's like, girl, what type of shit? We don't watch. But it. I think that's important because we watched the ten commandments yes. too many times for something like something like but I think in times where like I'm praying like okay God like if he's not it show me and God shows and I think in those moments it's like okay God show me something else it's like okay God I think I heard it but just just to make sure we're clear give me another sign you know right right um I mean it can come through anyway like I can give you like one guy dated, nice guy, like nice dude. We dated, and like I, I personally felt like he didn't like me, mm. and I told him this. And I'm sure if he heard this, he would know I'm talking about him. No shade. What's up, dude? <laughs> you know we're friends. Um, I felt like. I wasn't like a southern perfect bell for him. Mm. Like I felt like I was just a little too I felt like I was you know, I feel like every guy or I won't say every guy, but I feel like some guys really want that perfect, you know, mm-hmm, southern mm-hmm. sweet polite girl in public with a freak nasty home mm-hmm, machine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's just like no, you finna get that raw <laughs> bitch. All day, every way. Right, right. But I, I kind of felt like I wasn't perfect enough. I just wasn't tamed or mm-hmm. slice cut close enough for him. And we kind of like would argue like for three weeks in a row. We got into arguments, but they were so wow. fucking petty, though. That's the gag. Like it wasn't like we was arguing over nothing serious. Like we was arguing over petty shit and like. After the third week, we was like, ah. and, This might know, not be the right thing, yeah. He was like, I mean, you know, Moo, like, things don't have to blow up for mm. us to determine that this is a no. Okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> That's great to know. I think guys are great at letting go. Like, you men know? have a special ability to just be like, I'm, I'm cool. Cool though, like because I think I think as women sometimes it's like you have to have like some girl. He bust the windows on my car. That's so extreme. Mm-hmm. That's never happened to me. Let's be very clear. But girl, um, girl, I had some stuff in that child. But that's never happened to me. <laughs> but I think you think to let people go, it has to be some dramatic life change. But usually experience. that's how it is. Like it's like to when people on their last. 
Like you going to the hospital on your last breath. <laughs> and then you like, I'm going to leave him alone, girl. <laughs> like, ma'am, you should have did this months ago. Like, when your eye was black at Christmas, you should have did. You should have been left him. But I think people, like, even that, like, some of people people's stages, it's for everything. Like, some people stay kind of reason, financial stability. Yeah. But I think everything ties back to just you as a person. Like, what you going to accept? Like, what are you going yeah. to accept? And then, like, looking at your values. I think all of us were raised different. Like, I know, it's been some people, I know some of my friends, they grew up in households where they had abusive parents, abusive relationships and stuff. And then they think that's that they internalize that that's as normal. 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 Like that's normal. Some people feed off of conflict. They feed off of um arguments. Like some people just have to have that to survive. And and that's their peace. They find peace in something is wrong when something is 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 not going wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Um I think a lot of people, especially in our community, suffer from like PTSD. Um and when I say that post traumatic stress, uh, post traumatic stress disorder, disorder, um, a lot of us suffer from that because we've just experienced so much trauma. trauma. I even I and I realized that becoming a teacher when I would have conversations with my students and I would see their parents, I'm like, whoa, these babies going through some stuff. And then mm-hmm. when I met people in college, and I'm like, man, they've been through some things that I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes we have to realize that's what keeps people from making some decisions and and having strong things that have strongholds on them because they're suffering from things that have not been identified and things that have not been dealt with they haven't been treated like and if you don't and as an adult if you're gonna be a fool if you're a fool as a child and nobody ever corrects you you're gonna be a fool as an adult yeah point blank period and so what becomes the norm and then i think that's like important too in relationships you really got to know the person that you're dealing with because I was raised in a certain kind of household. Like, we don't do certain kind of things. But then, for example, this guy I was dating. I know y'all probably like, girl, how many dudes she was dating? <laughs> so, this other guy I was dating. Um, he um, he came from a very different environment from another state. Um, he's from New York. Very aggressive in comparison to people down south. Like... Here everybody speaks. Everybody looks like we visited his hometown, and it was kind of like to speak. They was looking at me crazy. I was like, "Hey, how y'all doing?" Everybody looking crazy. Um, different, different atmosphere. But one thing I noticed was how the difference in how he communicated, and our arguments would arise because of how he communicated. I just felt like he was abrasive all the time. And then when I spent time with him and his family, they were aggressive. They talked to each other recklessly. And I'm just like, but that's just how they communicate to each other. Like it's cool for them to call each other bitch in the hole. Like it's like, bitch, I'm this, I'm bitch hole, you know? And I'm looking like, this is so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Cause if you call me a bitch in the hole, we gonna, we not doing that. But I had to treat, I had to treat, I had to, Train him how to treat me. Hmm. I had, and I think you have to teach people how to treat you because everybody was not brought up the same way. Like, this is not acceptable for me. And I think it's okay to say that. And I think you just have to have that respect. Or, oh, Lord, respect. Lord, respect that's is so, oh, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> respect is so important. Like, wow. But, um, I just, 
think we just gotta, you know, we need to deal with a lot of things. Um, okay, so I guess should we wrap it up? We can wrap it up. You have anything else? Okay, so when we're concluding my podcast, <laughs> you have to give like your reflection to yourself. So, dear Natalie, blank, blank, blank. And then I will go. Hmm. So, on the topic of letting it go, what will be your reflection or your takeaway? Like, dear Natalie, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> I think I would say, um, dear Natalie, you need to know your worth, Mm. um, demand respect, keep people around you that allow you to grow, keep people around you that make you better um and also just love yourself i think it's it's important to love yourself and i think for me more than anything is knowing when to keep people in in my life mm. and the value of keeping people in my life I feel, and, and, and I'm kind of going to add on to the end. It's the last thing I'm going to say. So. It's no limit. <laughs> it's kind of the last thing I'm going to say. Um, I think, or I had a situation with a friend um, or somebody who I really thought was my friend. And to be honest with you, I shared some really deep things with this person they share deep things with me but something just was missing it wasn't like a conflict it wasn't necessarily a conflict between me and the person but it was more so how they make they made me feel and I think you have to analyze that also like how do people make you feel mm-hmm. sometimes I'll forget what you say to me I'll forget what you I might even forget what you do to me but how a person makes you feel, that's something that sticks with you. And I think in, in time, like, if you have, like, a, a single blow-up or something with somebody, like, a person overall, like, you know how they tell you when you're in a relationship, write down, like, write, you know, if you're getting ready to leave somebody, do your T-chart, write down all the good qualities, write down <laughs> all the bad qualities, and then... You know, decide if that person... I think you kind of have to go through that process to find what that person... How that person brings value. But if that person... If you feel like that person just does not emphasize or bring value to your life. And then doesn't make you feel worth. And they don't make you feel respected. I think it's also a good time to let that person go. Um, So, again, I would just say to myself, like, just stay true to myself. Protect my peace. Um, know when enough is enough and just move by faith, move, you know, listen, listen to God. I I appreciated the fact that you, I think we could resolve everything if we just listen to God, that closer, that question. That's one, that's one thing I've really been praying about lately. I have gotten 
I feel like I have grown distant from God. And it's almost, and even you, you've invited me to church on so many <laughs> occasions. Let me be honest with you, and I'm going to be real. I haven't been to church in months. And I think I don't want to face God right now because I know I'm not necessarily operating the way he wants me to operate. And I and I haven't been maintaining our relationship. And his voice has become so distant to me. And I feel isolated and I feel alone at times because... I don't feel like I know he's there, mm-hmm. but I feel like um I'm not doing my part as far as our relationship. And I'll be honest with you, I let something get in my mind. Not to say that I, I'm not I don't I'm not a believer, but I let something get in my mind that started to make me question um who who God really was. Um mm-hmm. And I went it, even as far as to, I don't even know if that's like, um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I curse God, but I just ask questions that I probably shouldn't have. I questioned some things that I shouldn't have questioned. Okay. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like I can't go to church, I feel, you know, until I fix myself. But I, then it's like I need to go to church. You know, like you need to go. It's like I need to go because it's, you know, I'm not hearing him. Yourself. I can't. Yeah, it's like I can't fix myself. And then it's like the things I ask him for, I think it's like, how, how are you going to ask me for something to do something for you and to... To, to give you guidance because that's all it is. We want him to give 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 us guidance and discernment. But my discernment is off right now because yeah. I don't have a yeah. connection. Yeah. And so I think that would be a takeaway today. Like get connected and, and and stay connected because truly I feel like God is what's gonna may help us make the decisions. Mm. Um so that was kind of, that's kinda of, I'm glad I let that out. Thank you. Um because that's something that's kind of been toying with me a little bit um but overall i i think and and that that'll be my closing to let other things go and focus on god i think focusing on so much other things keeps us bound our flesh keeps us bound um our flesh keeps us craving validation but we should be doing it with god so he can help us make those decisions um and if anybody listening that's not a Christian or not a believer or you don't believe in God, like just know He's real, and um and maintain your relationship with God. But that's it, Manira. I, I, I think I've said a lot tonight. Um, truly a reflective process. Um, I didn't even realize I had kind of been through a lot so much in terms of letting things go. Um. Just it's a real it's it's real. It's real. And I just wanna say if anybody listening and I let you go and I I might have not needed to let you go, but I did what I did and hopefully it was the choice I needed to make. But if it wasn't I think everything comes full circle and God'll bring it back around. Okay. Well first and foremost, thank you for being so <laughs> honest. Um I mean, this is what this is all about. Um, I hope that our listeners feel that they're a part of the conversation. Um, 
But that's dope that you're honest and I'm honest in return. Yay. <laughs> um, what is my um I think dear Munira. Um Um You're like amazing. You're amazing and it's not up to your it's not up to you to like prove and overcompensate that like you're great. Mm. Like I shouldn't have to break my back, repeat myself. Mm-hmm. Show my goodness or over your words compensate more than once or twice to just show and prove that like I'm worthy, I'm great. I want you to see me type of thing. Like I want you to see me without me having to like you not having the I've done all I could do syndrome. Yeah, Yeah. like I done done all I could do. So now you know I'm just gonna let the chips fall where they may. I think we just approach (laughs) approach it like that. You know. Um, Why do you have to drag yourself through that though? Yeah, like Moonier, like you're the sugar, honey, icy. Like the dream and fabulous said it the best. Yeah, no, like, you're great, and I think the people who God have for you, like, whether it is friends or a job for you or a relationship, like, they're going to see, they're going to see you how God sees you without you even trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I'm, I would say I'm friends with this guy. And just, like, from day one, it was, like, I just was comfortable with dudes. And Mm. it was, like, well, this is different, you know? And I am spiritual, but I try not to be overly spiritual. And I had prayed some things, and, like, he just was comfortable. He was just simple. And, you know, it's been months since I've known him, but, like, he didn't came over. I've been in my conditioning cap. <laughs> you comfortable, comfortable. Girl, I didn't took out my braids. Mm. And I just be like, you ain't judging me, are you? Girl, that's the husband right there, baby. He be like, Moo, I'm not judging you. I'm like, yes, you are judging me. Like, why are you lying? That is a husband. Like, why you think though. I'm judging you? And I'm like, you're lying. That is but- a husband, girl. That's a husband. <laughs> you're lying. But I think. It's just dope when you can just, it's like I can just me be, I can just be myself and I don't have to prove myself. You know, I don't have to pretend that I'm perfect and I got it all together. It's like, I love the Lord. I love trap music. I love Kurt Franklin too. Like, (laughs) you can be yourself. You can truly be yourself. Margaritas with a top show. (laughs) Right. Um, but just I think the importance is being I think to be honest, the main takeaway is being comfortable with yourself. Yes. Being comfortable with yourself and knowing that people who are for you are gonna be for you and people who aren't, they're just not and like you're not gonna have to prove and overdo it to mm-hmm. show that you bring in so much to the table. Mm-hmm. Like, either you're going to see it and you're going to just love me even more. Like, you on an interview for somebody's approval. Like, no, I don't need that. Like, yeah, like... I got to be me. I got to do me. Like, what do you think is, like, the hardest to let go? Like, is it 
Is it the friendships? Is it the men? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Is it relationships? Is it? I think for me, it's the thought of what it could have been in my head. Mm. I think it's like letting go of that, like yeah, the like, idea. Like he has so much potential, mm. you know. Like I can relate to that. He has so much potential, and if he just could have just did this, and it's just like coming to terms of like. I'm almost 30, which is really hard to come to terms with. Like, in my mind, I'm 16. Oh, baby, wait till you get 30. At Cast Tech. Like, I'm not really a true adult, but come to terms that it's really not my job to raise niggas. True facts. Facts. It's not my job to raise you. It's not my job to, like... But why do we do that? Like, that's the first thing we do. When we get in situations and relationships, we... We right like we absolutely raise these men. Like it's like they're not being raised, and so we have to take that into. We have to take all that on again. I said like you go back to like PTSD. Like you don't know what to do, and I had to teach you how to treat me. And then by the time I do that, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> like I done done all I could do. Then it's kind of like you you don't want to oh, look. Oh my God, I forgot to talk about that. Like a lot of times, it's a little selfishness in letting go too because. I'm like, man, I done worked all my time with this nigga, and he not about to go. Oh, I'm going to keep his ass. Yeah, he not about to go give nobody else what I done gave him. Or he not, you know, he's not going to, to, she's not going to reap the benefits of my suffering. No, ma'am. You know, and then we stay and we wait. We like, okay, I'm putting in this work. I'm putting in this work. And then it's kind of like, this nigga don't never change. He's still the same person. And so, then it's like, okay, I've done all this stuff. Null and void. So I think sometimes for I, for women, men are like the hardest thing to let go. We'll fall out with our friends before we we let our man go. We'll fall out with our friends about our man sometimes. And so I, I that's like a whole nother topic. <laughs> like choose, you know, choosing. Um, but I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, well. Oh my gosh, thank you, Natalie, for this conversation and this. This was fun. So grab a down a margarita and half a <laughs> bottle to pee. <laughs> I don't know why I'm nervous on the mic, y'all. Um, don't be nervous. You're just speaking your truth. Just talk. Just be. I think the best policy is to be transparent. I, I, I spent my whole life hiding manure. Like I spent like the person who I was, I had to like you know how people have like an expectation of you? Yeah. Like when I was younger, they used to call me Star. And the reason they called me Star was because my mom used to put me in everything. I was in ballet, I was in dance, I was in gymnastics, I was in um just everything. Piano lessons. Girl, I played piano for eight years and I still was a beginner. But she just thought I was going to be Mozart or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, girl, stop. And um, they used to call me Star. So I, I just felt like she put me all these things. So everybody had this expectation and they just knew me. I was very studious and I was very humble and I was very quiet. And then eventually I wasn't that person anymore. But I had to like, we call it code switching now. But it was like I had to be this person in public. And I had to be this. <laughs> Right. I got to be this person in public and I got to be this person in private. I'm this person around my man. I'm this person around my friends. And so it just gives, it's too much. You know what I'm saying? And so I think the best 
I told my cousin, I stopped lying at 25. Like, I just, I had to stop lying. I was like, child, I just got to tell the truth. Because all, all this lying and trying to, to, to figure out who I am and all this kind of stuff, I ain't got time for that. I just have to be who I am 100% of the times. I, 100% of the time. Like, now I'll go into board meetings and I'll just, I just speak my mind. And, like, people respect that. That's one thing about, that's the one thing about people. If you just be yourself, people will respect you. And they're going to want to be around you. And they're going to want to pour into you. Be transparent. Be open. You never know what you can learn from somebody. You never know what's going through. I'm sure it's a ton of people battling with letting people go. Letting friendships go. Letting family go. That's the hardest one. So that's really hard when you got to let, let family. Yeah. Cause, but sometimes family can be so toxic. Family. Oh, Lord. Family can be toxic. But And it's like, how do you do that? Because it's kind of like... God put me with these people, so I have to kind of deal with them. Yeah, you got to figure it out. Yep. But, um, girl, it's been real. OMG. Well, thank you for listening. Um, Be sure to subscribe to my podcast on the Apple Podcast app. Please give me a rating and hit that subscribe button and give me the five stars. Um, And definitely write me at um reflections of life podcast if you have at gmail.com if you have any questions or anything because i would love to make that a part of my podcast um is listening is reading your listener letters and giving my advice again i'm no doctor (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm not a therapist but um i am honest and true to myself so again Thank you, Natalie, and that is the reflection of life.